Hello, 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 and welcome to the Before You Get Married podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Terry, and I'm here with my longtime friend, my mentor, um, my big sister, if you want to call it that, um, Lisa Gay Gooden. Lisa, welcome, welcome, welcome. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having me. Lisa is one of the people who taught me to say I love you and not love you because the I put so much more meaning into these conversations, right? Today, we are here with Lisa who has been married for a whole 10 years and she has... Oh, 12 years, yes. (laughs) Um, I was thinking of October 10th. Anyways, (laughs) so she has been married for a whole 12 years. She has three children. And Lisa is, to me, is a source of wisdom. So I hope that you will gain as much from her as I have gained from her over the years. So Lisa, um, you have been married for 12 years Tell me a little bit, why did you get married? Was that always a goal for you? Okay, marriage was not a goal for me, unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you want to look at it. (laughs) Because I don't think what I saw marriage displayed by others was what I wanted for myself. so I used to say to people, if you ever see me a married take one stone, I let me over my head, draw me out of the frack and say, what the hell are you doing? So that's how I used to view marriage when I was very young. Then as I got older and I had the children and um, being raised in the church, uh, I think I, I'm trying to find the word that I would use to describe it. Um, pressure, society pressures. Mm. Um, and from the church, I felt okay. Um, it not look good. You are you have two children and um, not married, two different fathers, and that bothered me a lot because I was mm. raised in the church, and the whole patchwork thing was not my idea. So when I got pregnant with my third child, mm. I thought this not look good at all. You have got to get married. And this time now it was somebody that wanted to get married. Um, so I thought I probably should. Um, not me necessarily wanting to, but a part of me because of society wanting to. Mm. You said that based on what you saw in marriages around you, you're, you weren't so sure if you wanted that for yourself. What, what did you see? Okay, so um, I lived with both parents and I saw in my eyes as a child, a mother that was devoted to her husband in every, in every way and a husband that was just not as devoted. And um, I just thought it was unfair um, that any woman should give so much and a man shouldn't. And then um, because parents are our primary um, relationship, whatever we see there is what we tend to 
emulate or not want to emulate. So for me, I think that was a big, a big reason why I wouldn't want to get married. Among other things that I thought it, to me, it just felt like it was a, a hold back, mm. uh, being caged, you know, and, mm. and I'm, I'm very free spirited, I believe. And I just didn't want to be caged, you know, so outside of my parents, having that type of marriage and then outside of them too I saw a lot of falseness because I think as a child I was a bit insightful so to me I would see people smiling in public and but behind closed doors it wasn't it wasn't as pretty as they made it Have you seen any successful marriages around you any marriages that you think hey yes those are nice and what qualities do you see in those marriages that work okay yes I see unfortunately very few and what I see what I what yeah what I see most is respect Mm. individualism Mm. and um, good communication um yeah those those are three yeah so respect good communication and what was the third one i don't remember but individualism individualism right um but sorry go ahead go ahead um it would be kind of branching off but my belief is from what i've observed and from where I am now, I believe if persons are not self-actualized, it's more difficult to maintain a relationship. Because if you get married for the wrong reasons, which most people do, I believe, the, 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 well, I know for me, certainly it was the wrong reason. Um, I think firstly, we must learn to love ourselves, get to know ourselves, understand ourselves, and be comfortable with ourselves. Not the need for somebody to fill a gap. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You be whole with you, so when you get somebody else, that person is whole with themselves, so you come together. You have enough love within you, and you want to share the love that you have, the excess. And so both of you come together as a merger. Now half something and the person will come fully up so that if them leave, you no, I, I realize. And, and I think that's a lot of the problem. Not to say that you don't have relationships where persons are inadequate, but then they grow together. It's important for any relationship that both persons are growing together. Because mm-hmm. if one grow, it's like a tree, a little tree, two trees side and side. If them now go together, one will go down this and one will go up this. So it's unbalanced. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I hear this coming out so often in terms of, you know, people saying, don't depend on this person to complete you. You have to come into the relationship whole and complete. And it's one of the things that I talk about in my book as well, funnily enough. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely some, a resounding um, statement that people need to take heed to you spoke a little bit earlier about being free-spirited and how you felt that sometimes marriage can be like um you know so confined and and a cage 
But I think that marriage is supposed to be freeing. It's supposed to allow you to be yourself. Um, do you think that in the right marriage or in a good and wholesome marriage, you can feel free? Is that possible? Yes. Do you think? Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. I believe that, um, that that is possible. However, I don't believe marriage is for everyone. Mm. Why do you say that? Um, some persons are not prepared to give as much as a relationship needs of it. Because mm. certain things that I believe all relationships must have, fidelity, um, mm. respect, understanding, communication, and, and, that, and that lot, you know, and the list goes on. Um, however, some persons are not prepared to, to do that. And if you are not prepared to do that, then I believe you have the right to not want to do it if it's up to you. You know, um, I am not hell-bent on, yeah, you must be married. Different strokes for different folks is my belief. Mm -hmm. However, you decide to take a partner and you are a full whole person and so is the other person. And you have similar things, like when the Bible talks about being unequally yoked. Mm -hmm. I don't think in regards to um, so much as the Christians believe where it's about your religious background or beliefs. I No, I, I don't hold that. I, I am of the thinking, and I notice I say thinking and not belief because I try not to hold on to that. Um, it's my thinking is where if this is something I want, you are someone I want to be with. There are some things I must be prepared to do in order for us to have a certain quality relationship to make it viable, to make it, you know, if, if, if you're not prepared to do it, don't do it. Mm. And if you're not prepared to do it, don't lead somebody into thinking that you are prepared to do it and then not do it. And then not do it, which was what had happened to me. Mm. And I, I, I apologize all the time because I thought I could do this. I thought that I, you know, the, the, because sometimes the truth is we tell ourselves a lot of lies. Mm. Um, a lot of the times, and I say to people all the time, if I lie to me, I must lie to you Ooh. because there's no way I can tell myself a lie and then tell you the truth, eh? Ooh. So the saying that goes to thine own self be true is very important. So we mm -hmm. have to know ourselves and we have to know our individual truth, first of all, so that we can, you know, be honest with persons that we're with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, literally feel the feelings, go through them and acknowledge, hey, this is not for me or this is for me. I, mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. I like what you said. If you lie to yourself, then definitely you will lie to others. You spoke about um, being, you know, not agreeing with the whole biblical concept of 
um, being unequally yoked, being just a Christian, Christian thing. And I think the Bible does say, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers, but does that mean that's the only way you can be unequally yoked? I don't think so. I think the Bible was being specific in that case to say, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers, but you could be unequally yoked with somebody in terms of something else. You know, right. you were talking about the height of the tree. Exactly. Right? So, mm -hmm. and when it says unbelievers, why do we narrow it down to our own religion? Mm. That's what we do. Yes. We narrow it down our religion when when we say believers but we could be wrong i agree with that i because for me um you know I, we grew up in the adventist church and mm -hmm. um it's you know it's sort of like okay adventist should go with adventist but mm -hmm. you could be unequal you could be an adventist and mm -hmm. unequally yoked with an adventist <laughs> Correct, correct, which happens, which happens so much. Oh, God. And, and this is because it doesn't matter your religious affiliation. It doesn't matter um, it doesn't matter certain things because the belief is what our beliefs, is, our beliefs are what make us who we are. Mm -hmm. So if I believe in X and you don't believe in X, then we're not believers, eh? We're, we're, we're not believing the same thing there. Mm -hmm. So right. if I believe in fidelity and you don't, we have an issue there. Mm. We're not believing the same things. Right. So don't get to unbelievers. So for you to find somebody that shares the same belief as you in things that are important, how how often is that going to really happen where you both believe everything on the same level? You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm, so, well, and I think somebody spoke about this earlier, as in there are many points where you yeah. will be equal, not equal, yeah. but similar in terms of your beliefs, but there are also many points where, where you'll be different. So find someone who the points of beliefs are most mm -hmm. similar. Yes. And right? that is where I agree with you. And that is where I would come back to, as I said earlier, where you have to be able to say, okay, you believe this. I don't believe this. However, I can, I'm easy. So he, he eats meat. I don't eat meat. Um, but I'm your wife. I'm going to cook for you. Mm. Even, I mean, it, sound like a, a small thing but it can be a big thing because what normally damages marriages are very small things mm -hmm. you know because the small things are what we have to live with on a daily so i i believe i not believe but i think small <laughs> things make up so much of our lives that to ignore them would be crazy and a lot of people do that and going to marriage is not realizing that it is a small everyday things that creates the um the humbug. Yes, I like that you keep making a distinction between your thoughts and your beliefs. Why? Why that? Because, 
<laughs> because um, as I'm evolving, if I were to hold on to a belief, I'll never grow. And I believe we have to, or I think we need to be open in order to grow. Once you start closing off yourself and locking off yourself into beliefs, you, you're not fully living, you're not fully open. And in order to grow, I need to remain open. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because beliefs are in your in your mind, beliefs are sort of inflexible. Yes. They mm. tend to be. They, you know, I believe this and 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 therefore in a matter when nobody else I got say this I when mm -hmm. me believe and I become so rigid in it. You know, and I don't I don't want that for me. I because once you're closed, when you think of stagnant water, it, it's stagnant, a river flows, everything in life that is alive grows and flows. Mm. So the, the, the tree does not believe that it must do, it just does because it's open and, and, and I, don't, I want to remain open. Mm. I like that. Very, very early in the conversation, you spoke about getting married for the wrong reasons and um, how that also had an impact because you, you, you lied to yourself essentially and tricked your, tried to trick yourself into thinking, you know, that you could do something that did not feel um, natural to you. Mm -hmm. Do you think that not do you think, but what do you perceive to be some of the wrong reasons to get married for you and for anyone else? Anything outside of love mm. is the wrong reason. Anything outside of love, in my opinion, is the wrong reason. And if an individual does not learn to love themselves first, then anything else outside of that is wrong. Ooh. Mm that that was that was heavy that was heavy but true and quite profound so you got married <laughs> and really? i think somewhere along the line you've realized okay it's not for you um mm -hmm. why do you think that you have stayed in your marriage for so long 12 years is a long time I wouldn't necessarily say that's not for me, but mm. it wasn't for me then. Okay. It was for the wrong reason then. So, you know, um, I was still a girl. Mm. Marriage is an, and, I, and, and it's not, when I say adult, it's not about an age, mm. a chronological age so much, but more an awareness, a consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, please remind me of the question again. The I was asking, um, why, why do you think you stayed in your marriage so long? Okay, so, um, one, I lied to myself and I kept lying to myself for a while. Mm -hmm. So that, that kept me there. Um, I didn't know myself. I didn't love myself. Um, that made me stay. Um, 
do you think okay go ahead okay when someone is not complete within themselves anybody that helps to make them feel complete mm. they will stop. they will stay for that feeling of completion Ooh. So, um this is not knocking at this is not to um hit out on anybody i'm just saying a lot of times we don't love ourselves when anybody come in and providing that pulling in we stay um mm. because we're not doing it to ourselves so you stay for that reason um the uh, my church upbringing um yeah i think those as society you know it look good for your leave um Fear, fear, fear mm. is the reason why we do anything that is not authentic and it's not coming from a place of love. So the fear of looking like a failure, the fear of disappointing my parents, the fear of who is going to love me if he goes, because I wasn't loving me enough and he was providing that. The, you know, everything I always say, the root of every problem is fear. So I would say fear. Funny enough, <laughs> the, uh, the Bible even talks about the fact that there is no fear in love. And so, I mean, I feel like we're going full circle because you said that people should get married for love. But mm -hmm. then the opposite of that is the fear that keeps mm -hmm. you in a marriage that you know is not for you for you know mm -hmm. Ooh. E -e -e. i wasn't ready i was not ready what's one thing that you wish that you wished you had known before you got married myself lisa why you come so why you come so hard so early in the morning hmm? no you're cracking milk oh no, my but... gosh walk me walk me deeper into that you said that i asked you what's one thing you wish you knew before you got married and you said yourself why you said that why because if I knew myself and loved myself, I would not have lied to myself and I wouldn't have done it because society would not have pressured me into doing it. No parental approval would have, you know. Yeah. Mm -mm. So life is simple, you know, we just make it complicated. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I've been asking this question for weeks and that response really, really hit me just now. All right. So I really just have one last question for you. Um, we spoke a lot. Is there anything else that is on your heart that you think that somebody who is contemplating marriage 
should know before they get married? Um, two things I would say, follow your feeling, your gut feeling, mm. lie to yourself and know yourself first. Those are the three things I would say to mm -hmm. anybody before getting into a serious relationship like that. Mm. So follow your gut because your gut is never wrong. Never wrong because that your gut feeling is just another word for the Holy Spirit, the guide that is mm -hmm. within you. We call things holy for different, different names, but it really, at the end of the day, it boils down to that spirit within us, that, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. follow that, trust yeah. yourself, know yourself. Yes, and if you don't know yourself, you won't trust yourself. So you have to know yourself. Because mm. once you know yourself, love yourself, you learn to trust yourself, you learn to accept yourself, you, you learn to know that, hey, this not feel right, or yeah. this feels right, or, you know, and pray about it, as the Bible says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. <laughs> Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. We are here with Lisa Gay Gooden, who has just told us what she thinks you need to know before you get married. Lisa, thank you so, 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 so much <laughs> for being My pleasure, here. pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Always, anything oh, for God. you. I dearly. I love you too, Mama. I love you. Um, thank you so much for being here. I know that our listeners will get at least one thing from this conversation. And if one is more than enough. So thank you. And until next time, if you love this conversation, please share it with someone so that people can benefit from these lessons before they get married.